Hey there, this is the Business Talk with Luke Guy and Team Show. I'm your host, Jaron Jackson. I wanted to welcome you all out here today because we have a very special guest who is known as the Mortgage Daddy. Her name is Mary A. Cazares, and she first got started in the mortgage industry in the senior year of high school. Mortgages is all she's ever done, and she's seen it all, from 12% rates down to the recent all-time COVID lows. She thrives in the consumer direct world, but also realizes the tremendous value of social media. She leads her team by example as a producing SVP for the Federal Savings Bank, and her mantra for success is to focus on the work and the numbers will follow. I love that. So let's get down to business. Mary, pleasure to have you on the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about how and why you started your career in the mortgage industry? Yeah, thank you, Jaren. Thanks for having me too. It's an honor. Um, so, you know, many, many years ago when I was young and broke, right? I told myself, okay, what industry can we get into where there, there's money, right? That are, are always gonna net high profits. And I said, it's either real estate or mortgage lending, right? And I was like, well, you got to choose one. I was like, well, if you're aging, you know, you're out there driving around people in your car and, you know, they don't even have the home or the mortgage, right? I was like, if you deal with mortgage, then you're, you're already dealing with people that have the home and now just need the mortgage. So that's kind of how I decided. Um, and then fortunately there was like, a, you know, some little loan officer class that I found on Craigslist six weeks, but it was actually really good content actually. And that's how I ultimately, you know, started. That's why I decided to get into mortgages. I knew we could make some money. Nice. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with dollar bills. I love it. Yeah, no, you know, and, and in turn, we're helping people too. So it's kind of, you know, win-win, but yeah, that was like, obviously the main motivating you know, force there. Right. Yeah, I love it. And you're helping people like everyone wants to own a house. And I see a ton yeah. of wisdom in being a mortgage off real estate agent. So that's awesome. Definitely. I mean, we wear so many hats, you know, accounting, right? Like, you know, little valuation. I mean, there's like so many things that we're doing. So yeah, you're definitely well-rounded, you know, if you're on this side of the transaction. 100%. I love it. So who is the people that you serve and why does that group of people matter to you? Okay, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I've always been on that consumer direct platform. And, and really, that really encompasses a very large group of people. Um, the marketing targets, you know, the houses and the people that are able to do transactions, right? So sometimes it's, hey, VA streamlines, right? Sometimes when rates go up, okay, now it's purchase mortgage, things like that. Uh, when equity is on the rise, okay, hey, we're going to reach out to customers that have equity, help them pay off their bills, you know. Um, so really, every every person, every consumer, every possible homeowner that, you know, we can help matters, right? Um, and sometimes that population is changing. You know, sometimes we've got to shift gears and it's just a matter of wearing a different hat, a different approach, right? Different benefits, presentation, um, but it's, it's everyone. I like to say I'm a mortgage vacuum. You know, if there's a loan there, we can do it. We're doing it. It doesn't matter if it's new construction, DPA, FHA, jumbo, self-employed, right? I'm like, if, if I can get a loan done, I'm not going to discriminate. You know, I'm getting it done. So there you go. I love that. So if, if you want to in, into a property or to use that property, Mary's your girl. I love yeah. that. So what has been your biggest motivation for you when things get 
hard in your career? Because we know it's not always a straight line up. Mm, yeah, you know, you got to tell yourself that, you know, you're a problem solver. Really, if you're doing a lot of transactions, you realize that that's all you're doing. You know, it's like the people that sign up to go work in the IT world, right? They're wanting those IT problems. Well, when you're a mortgage lender, you're signing up for people's financial problems. And that can be anything from, hey, we've got to get the credit score to, hey, a student loan popped up here on Cavers that we got to, you know, rectify or, hey, what's this new account? It's so many different problems. So you just got to have that hat on so that you don't, you know, kind of get weary, right? You got to have thick skin, rhino skin, right? You got to keep charging, charging, charging away. And you got to tell yourself that you can do it, you know, that, okay, hey, just another problem we got to, you know, get done, another solution I got to find. That's the difference between people that, you know, succeed and that people that, you know, don't make it is because they think they can't, right? And I've been in those shoes and I'm totally just speaking, you know, from experience. I, I think I was just telling one of my new bankers that many years ago, um, it was like a month where, you know, I was probably sulking and I had all these deals in the pipe, but I felt overwhelmed as far as how I was going to get them done. And my manager comes over because we're a very small branch, you know, so I'm one of the main bankers. Like, hey, what's going on? You know, we, we need some closings, you know, and I, we went through my pipe and literally every deal had a solution. I think I ended up closing like two million that month, you know, but it's it was the mindset, right? It, it's very easy to, you know, want to give up, throw in the towel, take a nap, right? Um, you've got to be robust and be like, okay, what do we have to do? What do we have to do? What do we have to do? If you have that mindset and just stay positive, I mean, that will go a long way for you. That's the trick. That's the magic. I love that. And on the other side of every challenge, there is opportunity. Like every yes. problem has been solved. I love that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Just, uh, just about all of them, you know? So, I mean, some of them very far in between, you know, some, something we didn't anticipate, but yeah, for the most part, I mean, we get the problems, you know, solved. And I think that's what is motivating, right? So in hindsight, if I look back and I'm like, well, you know, everything always works out, you know, that's that's what I've kind of gotten to say. It all works out. It all works out. So, you know, I remember when I was much, much younger, I remember talking to like some senior, senior mortgage lender and, you know, he almost sounded so nonchalant, like he didn't care, right? And I was like, guy, this guy sounds like he just doesn't care, but it's not that. It's that when you're closing so many transactions, right, you've got to be able to kind of deflect the stress, right? Because if you if you wear it all, then, you know, you're going to be stressed and miserable. And so I realized, and I, I'm probably there now, where that guy was just taking a deep breath and going slow, you know, and it, that's what made it sound nonchalant. But, you know, when I have problems now, I kind of try to take that same approach. Okay, deep breath, let's go slow, right? I'm looking for solutions, not, you know, more problems or why I'm not going to find my solution, right? So, so yeah, it's all through experience that you kind of realize that, but you got to, you got to keep telling yourself that you kind of got to coach yourself every day and believe in that. 100%. I love that, man. I hope you're all taking notes. This is good stuff. Uh, so let's let's take things up a level. What is your superpower, Mary, when it comes to getting clients? You know, yes, yes, yes. Um, I believe that where I'm extremely effective and what clients love is how hands-on I am and kind of transparent. And what I mean by that is, you know, right there when I'm working up a refinance transaction, right? I'm literally going through all the numbers with the client. Like, okay, hey, you owe 232. We're going to bump that up to 233 because of the payoff. Okay, you got an escrow payment of 
500 bucks a month. Well, taxes and insurance, we're going to need eight months, right? So I, I, I explain everything. What I do is I'm multiplying your escrow by the number of months. I'm getting the title insurance quote. And literally, I'm just walking them through everything, right? And then I'm sending that to them. And, you know, Jared, I sell points, right? And I'm very transparent about that, too. And we just kind of lump it all in, right? But that's, I think, where I'm extremely effective and why I can get so much traction, right? The average loan officer doesn't do that, right? Um, a lot of consumers, you know, feel that some mortgage bankers could be like used car salesmen, right? There's so many consumers that have told me, wow, Mary, you are so polite, you are so respectful. Oh my God, you've answered all my questions. I don't have any questions because you explained everything, right? So I'm like, great, let me send you this email, look over it with you know the spouse. Um, if we you know, need to carve out some time to answer some questions, let's do that, right? And if we're setting up an appointment time, yeah, actually follow up, right? But I will say that that's really where I feel I'm extremely effective, you know, and why I can get traction like that. And, you know, it's just the feedback that some consumers have actually stopped to tell me. Um, so I think that that's super important because then that creates value, right? So when I'm being so thorough, I'm creating value. And what a lot of loan officers don't do on those calls is they don't create value. They kind of want to pull the credit, you know, just right away, kind of push the cart before the horse, you know. People want something, you know, in return before they give you something, right? So if you're asking for a whole social security number, you better have sent something to them of value. You know, your pitch, the presentation, the numbers, you've got to create trust. When you go slow, you're creating that trust, right? You're going fast. It's like, who's this guy? I don't know you. I'm not giving you nothing. You know, see ya, right? And then they're just leery of you and don't want to talk to you again because just they didn't, you didn't have the right approach. You gotta, you know, it's like you're you're dating people. It's almost a relationship, you know, and you gotta you gotta you know take it with uh, with that kind of approach, nice and easy, but very thorough and hands on. Yeah, man. Like I can tell. I can just imagine walking into your into your office and being like, this is what I want to accomplish. And then you just walk me through the steps and you answer my questions. Like I can tell you really respect your customers too. And you don't just see them as, as dollar signs, which I feel sometimes can get a little hard when we have quotas or whatever, but like, that's huge. Mm -hmm. Like I, I love, I love your sales process. Yeah. You know what, Sharon, that's why my mantra is focus on the work. And the numbers will follow because when people have their quotas, you know, we have, trust me, we have production requirements here, but when people have those production requirements, you know, on the forefront of their mind, first and foremost, right, we're forgetting about that interaction, that customer, you know, and I want to be very hands on, I'm gonna hold you by the hand, you know, and that's how it is. There's some people that they'll throw in the towel because, oh, I can't get this agreement. Uh, I had a, I had a past client who's uh who worked at the hospital and her employer was sending us to a third party website and it was just a disconnect between get me the verifier pin and she literally texted me and was like I'm done and I'm like what <laughs> and so I call her back and she's sobbing she's in tears right I was like no 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 I was like we are going to get this done we're not going to let a little piece of paper or verification of employment you know stop us we ended up getting the last pay stub um, that had all the year-to-date numbers, you know, and we were able to close it that way, right? But people are willing to quit. People are quit, you know, are quitters. People will quit if they think they can't get it done. They need that loan officer to, you know, swoop in, right, and kind of be the superhero 
and just take it all and, and handle it, right? That's that's another thing that I do too, is that I try to do the legwork for people on some of these little tasks or have my team do it, my assistant, because I don't want people to get overwhelmed and just stop in the process. So if I can make it easy, I'm looking to make it easy for you. Amazing, amazing. I love that. So Mary, you are a top achiever. Give us some of your wisdom about how you manage to hit goals in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm verifying everything actually, right? One thing that I see people uh, make a big mistake of is that they don't verify everything. Um, especially when it comes to things like, you know, guidelines or self-employed income, right? You know, some of my bankers will be like, oh, I got a new app, self-employed person. Like you have the tax returns? No, I'm like, well, then how do you have a, a new app? You haven't even qualified the person properly, you know, like. verifying. So verifying everything, tough deals, going right to the source and getting the guidelines, whether that be from Fannie Mae Direct Selling Guide, Freddie Mac Direct. If we got to call Fannie or Freddie, that's what we're going to do if we can't find it in the selling guide. But I verify everything because there's so many times where, you know, people make an assumption or they're not sure. And because they're not sure, they don't proceed, right? But the moment that you can verify guidelines, well, then you can show people in black and white, right? There's many times our underwriter has decisions, something we go, you know, we get the guideline and then there it is in black and white. Okay, great. And we're moving forward. Um, so I, I feel like that's, that's, that's the key right there. That's how I'm able to hit those goals. I've been very successful at getting tough deals done and deals that got denied elsewhere just by knowing my guidelines and my overlays, right? And knowing, okay, hey, I can't take it to this investor. Well, I can go here, right? Um, so we're, we're a correspondent lender, Jaron, and that definitely helps that cause, right? I don't have all my eggs in one basket as far as lending products. So, you know, if it's, it's really going to come down to how many prospects I'm talking to, right? And then betting out those scenarios and then following back up with the customer. That's really the key right there is that we're verifying everything because I can't tell you how many bankers are not doing that. So when the consumer is talking to a banker that's asking questions that no one else is asked, right? Talking language that no one else has presented, well, then you're going to out, you know, and stand out. And, oh my God, these other guys didn't even ask me that. You know what I mean? So that's going to build a lot of legitimacy, right? And again, you're providing value. You know, you're you're letting that customer your your customer know, hey, let me check this out because you know I don't want us to start and this be an issue. Let's just properly vet it out, right? Um, yes. Does that answer that question? It does. It does it beautiful, perfect. So that is some ninja level stuff. I hope you're all taking notes. I know I was. And speaking of ninjas, what is one black belt level tip you would give yourself if you were starting your company or your career again tomorrow? That's really good. I would probably say whatever the top guy is doing, go talk to them and ask them questions and pick their brain because you'd be surprised. People want to help. Right. And so if you have someone that has that initiative that's saying, hey, I just, you know, want some help. Right. That person's going to be like, oh, wow. You know, you're coming to me for help. Wow, that's great. Yeah. And I'm going to help you. You know, I'm going to I'm going to you know try to answer your questions as best as I can. Right. And you never know how reaching out to other people can actually maybe create a relationship later on down the line. You may become good buddies with that person or feel like, OK, I can go to that person. Right. But 
you you never know um you know what all the right things are to do because you're just getting started so talk to those people that have the experience you know and that are already winning so that you can start changing what you're doing right that's that's exactly what i would give any person starting out i love that model success like the lessons have already yes. been learned you just got to set your ego aside and ask someone that's right. better than you i love that yeah, you got to be a good student. You know, you got to be a good student. People in this craft, you know, sometimes they're kind of, you know, in it to win it, but they're not doing the work <laughs> that's required, you know, to win it. You have to be a good student. You have to pay attention, be detail oriented. You know, if you've got, you know, bulletins, guideline changes, you know, that are being sent, you know, you got to you got to read that stuff. If you're not reading that stuff. How do you know how to navigate? How do you know how to maneuver? The dark murky mortgage waters right you've got to be a good student to become a master of your craft i love that 100 percent true so mary where can our guests find you if they want to learn more about you and maybe work with you yeah totally i mean so you could totally google me mary a cazares the federal savings bank and i'll come up my Instagram handle is Mortgage Daddy, M-T-G-D-A-D-D-I. And then, of course, on Facebook, you could totally message me, look me up, you know, my personal page, um, you know, my cell. You know, if you find me on Google, you'll see my cell, the, the bat line, 773-440-3434. Send me a text, you know, honestly. So, yeah, people can, you know, reach me all those different ways. Amazing. I love it. And I love the plug about the bat line. Gold. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> awesome. It has been a blast having you on the show, Mary. Thank you so much for coming out. Do you have any final words of wisdom for our guests? Well, get them, Tiger. You know, that's really what it's all about. You know, can't stop, won't stop. Right. You just have to persevere. You, you have to. You have to. There's just no other option, you know, and when you just keep on swinging, um, it's like one of those old proverbs, you know, fall down eight times, stand up nine or fall down nine times, stand up 10. I mean, that's, you know, I started to realize why those old sayings exist, because it's really true. Like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, <laughs> you know, things like that. So, so yeah, just go get them, Tiger. Just go get them. Amazing. I love it. I'm pumped up. And uh, hey, everybody, this has been Jaren today. If you guys are wanting more leads, more appointments, we know the ultimate ways to gain credibility, and that is with the power of PR. If that sounds interesting to you, be sure to hit up thelukeguy.com. And Mary, again, thanks for coming on the show. This has been the Business Talk with Luke Guy and Team Show, and I'll talk to you all next time. <laughs>